Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 103.1 FM, 910-980 AM or anywhere on the Odyssey app. Um, just looking at some text messages coming in. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Wendy, thanks for she's listening to the show and rocking the Rob O'Donnell Show t-shirt at Planet Fitness. So get get your fitness on, Wendy. Appreciate you listening and supporting the show. Uh, let me see here. Olsten body cam, the, the, the church, it wasn't Olstein's body camera, but Olstein's church body cam to me displays a vast difference in human reactions under extreme pressure. Bald suited undercover officer, very decisive, continued to gain ground, engaging with small retreats strictly to reload. Obviously training was a factor, but this determined uh, courage can't be taught. God bless the selfless man. And the first officer, the uniformed officer that when the, the shooter first walked in and walked within 15 feet of him, uh, he was the first to engage the shooter, and then she pinned him down in that cutout. And um, you can see his body. I believe his name was Moreno, if you look at the body cam footage. And I was critical of that at first because it seemed like he was just kind of hiding in the cubby, you know, waiting for an opportunity. But if you look at the – if you add that to the – church camera the surveillance camera that shows she was laying down gunfire on the opening to that cubby uh pretty frequently and then that individual that you're talking about the the plainclothes gentleman in a suit that was armed uh that was there um he started engaging from the other direction and uh they kind of triangulated at that point but yeah it's 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 uh that's what you train for and that's what your mind has to 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 gear towards and you're going to take fire but the, the the training is you rush towards the gunfire and engage the shooter. And being that there were at least four cops there um, from the get-go, um, the responses were, were pretty much how I said at the start. So I appreciate your text message on that. And, um, you know, we'll keep up on, on that case as it seems to have s- slipped away from the media, right? I read this, uh, talk is cheap. Casey calls for House action on an anti-fentanyl legislation. That's the headline in today's Times Tribune from Jeff Horvath, the great writer over at the Times Tribune, and I'm not faulting him at all. He's he's writing a good story here. And uh, There was an Archibald mother, Mary Ann Venno, described her late son's 2017 fentanyl overdose death as a nightmare, nightmare that continues while she's awake and asleep, a nightmare that flashes like a neon sign in her mind. And and listen, no parent, no parent needs to lose a child. Uh, it's it's tremendous. And I, I've been in this situation where you're fighting for legislation for the well-being. And again, she lost her child. I came close to losing mine uh, back when I, I fought for legislation. And I get it. You want help from anywhere it can get. My my concern here, and I hope this legislation pass, and it should pass. This fentanyl legislation is very important legislation. My concern is the politics that Senator Bob Casey puts involved with this. And uh, she talked at the Scranton headquarters yesterday, I believe, with Bob Casey and some others. She talked about her son, A.J., who was 22 when he succumbed to his drug addiction, despite years of support and loving friends and family. And you could there's only so much friends and family can do when you when you're battling a disease like drug addiction. And when you add in the deadly substance like fentanyl, uh, we need to we need to take that head on. 
anyone dealing fentanyl, anyone found dealing fentanyl in any of their drugs. If you're dealing cocaine and it happens to test positive for fentanyl, you should be arrested for attempted murder. Simple as that. We need to change those laws. I know after the crack epidemic and the overcharging uh, of drugs, ADAs and police departments and society in general have become gun-shy as far as attacking narcotic dealers the way we should, uh, saying that we over-prosecuted people during the crack epidemic. Um, With fentanyl, it's a game-changer. You're taking people's lives. Uh, Yes, other drugs can take people's lives, but fentanyl is almost a certain death sentence. So we need to rethink how we aggressively go after people who peddle this this killer, fentanyl. Um, so she talked about this, recounting her family's pain of losing a son and brother. And she joined U.S. Senator Bob Casey and other officials yesterday at a press conference at Scranton Police Headquarters calling for the House of Representatives to pass the Fentanyl Eradication and Narcotics Deterrence, FEND. It's called Off Fentanyl Act. And it's a great act if it was standalone. The legislation targets the financial assets of criminal organizations producing fentanyl, from the chemical suppliers in China to Mexican cartels producing and smuggling the fentanyl into the U.S. And Casey's reiterated that in a statement earlier this month. The Senate, and here's where this loses me, and this is where it's disingenuous for Senate and Casey. If you want to do something for this woman and people who are affected by the fentanyl crisis, put out the standalone bill, Senator Casey, because this bill was passed, the anti-fentanyl bill, and again, this was what they were talking about, the anti-fentanyl bill as part of a $95.3 billion bipartisan package that would provide key funding to Ukraine, Israel, America's Indo-Pacific allies, It faces an uncertain future in the House where Speaker Mike Johnson and Louisiana Republican said he has no plans to put the Senate pass package up for a vote. Well, why would you think that, Senator Casey? Why would you think you slipped this fentanyl bill in to a Ukraine, Israel, and America Indo-Pacific bill? But remember, the border crisis is the most important thing we face. The border crisis is what they're talking about. The border crisis are what getting young women murdered. And young girls raped in Virginia and police officers shot in Washington, D.C. And that's just this week alone by illegal immigrants. But the border price, let me step back a bit. Remember that comprehensive border security, the bipartisan border security bill that the Senate passed that the House wouldn't take up and Senator Schumer lost his nuts on stage every day since because the House won't take it up? Here's the breakdown of the funding of that $118.3 billion bill. $60 billion in aid went to Ukraine. $14.1 billion in aid for Israel. $4.83 billion in aid for the Indo-Pacific region. $10 billion in humanitarian assistance for Ukraine, Israel, Gaza, and other places. $2.3 billion in refugee assistance inside the U.S., so they want to spend $2.3 billion to help illegal immigrants that get in illegally. $20.2 billion for improvements to U.S. border security. $2.72 billion for domestic uranium enrichment. 
they're utter morons in Washington. So what do they do? They call it a comprehensive bipartisan border bill, right? That's all you heard about. It's a bipartisan border bill that gives aid to Ukraine. No, it only gives 17% to our border out of the whole total funding package. And you're also giving $2.3 billion in refugee assistance inside the U.S. to help the ones who got here legally. And then you add all the other range. So then they take this fentanyl bill, which is a huge bill, especially for people affected about it, like this mother from our area here in Archibald. Stand the bill alone. Put the bill up. I guarantee you the House takes it then. Why wouldn't Bob Casey do that? Why wouldn't he take this fentanyl bill and say, hey, why wouldn't all these bills be standalone? But in all their talk of, well, the Republicans are the ones that don't want security at the border. They're not passing a bill. Well, I just read you the, the numbers. It's not. And it was so important. A border security is so important to the Senate Democrats that they didn't even put it in this $95.3 billion bipartisan bill. They took the border portion out and added this fentanyl, anti-fentanyl bill. Because they said maybe it might tie a few Republicans that, that really want to get the fentanyl through. Well, an anti-fentanyl bill is useless without a secure border. And again, the headline, talk is cheap. Casey calls for House action on anti-fentanyl legislation. It's a 90... billion bipartisan package. But the majority of it goes to funding for Ukraine, Israel, America's Indo-Pacific allies, and not fentanyl. America's sick and tired of being lied to by our politicians. This is a great piece of legislation. The fend-off legislation, fend-off fentanyl, it's being called. Pass it. Put it in standalone. Now, it passed the Senate 70 to 29 with support from 22 Republican senators. It doesn't address the border. It doesn't give restraints on the funding to Ukraine. These bills don't belong together. If they passed H.R. 2, which is the most comprehensive border security bill in our lifetime, that the House already passed and it sits on Schumer's desk, And he said, in agreement to pass this, we want a funding bill for Ukraine, Israel, the Indo-Pacific. They'd get it. And if they turned around and said, we have a standalone bill for this anti-fentanyl bill, it would pass. But it's politics. It's politics, and they parade people around to pull its strings because they want to play politics instead of trying to pass meaningful legislation. This fentanyl legislation is meaningful. It deserves to pass. It deserves to stand alone on a bill. Not buried in an almost $100 billion bill that does very little for fentanyl as a total. Just like the bill that I read to you. We're only 17% of a border, bipartisan border security bill went to the border. $60 $60 billion for military aid to Ukraine, $14.1 billion for Israel, $4.83 billion for the Indo-Pacific reason, $10 billion for humanitarian assistance for, for Gaza, $2.3 billion, again, in refugee assistance inside the USA. They're paying, they want $2.3 billion 
to help the illegal immigrants that are roaming our country now. $20.2 billion for improvements to U.S. border security. Majority of those improvements are more courts and more people to process, not stop, not up, set up barriers. And $2.7 billion for domestic uranium enrichment? Who's trying to sneak that in? Not that it's a bad thing, but does it really belong in a bipartisan border security bill? These uh, let's throw everything we can in the kitchen sink in bills needs to stop. We need to demand. Listen, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. You need to demand from your elected officials that they're standalone bills. You want to fund Ukraine? Write a bill that funds Ukraine. You want to fund Israel? Write a bill that funds Israel. You want to fund the Indo-Pacific? Write a bill that says it. I mean, it would be easy to take the bill, the, the combination out and separate them. Fentanyl bill? Absolutely. My take is you don't get a dime for anything until you secure our border. And then we can fund Ukraine if it's such a geopolitical issue. Then we can pass the uh, fentanyl bill. Then we can support Israel. Then we can support the Indo-Pacific. And then we can support humanitarian aid to rebuild Gaza after Hamas is eradicated. It's not hard, but they want to put these bills. And again, all this, all this while we hit a fiscal cliff on Friday. You know, that was on the back burner when the, the big four met today. You had the Speaker, you had uh, the Speaker of the House, you had Hakeem Jeffries, you had the Majority Leader Schumer, and Mitch McConnell with the President today. What did they talk about? They talked about funding you for, for Ukraine. Not the border, not a fentanyl bill, not the fiscal cliff. Came up a little bit. They said it was on the horizon. What was the biggest thing they talked about when they came out? Funding for Ukraine. You don't get a dime to you secure the border. It's 524 here at WI. Okay, time for traffic and weather. And thanks a lot. This traffic update is brought to you by Penteladata Internet. We have slowing in both directions on 81 between Scranton and Avoca. It's not too bad, though. You'll just have a little patience. You'll get where you're going in no time. We have no reports of any accidents, no major backups, just a little bit of heavy traffic on North Blakely Street in Dunmore, Jefferson Avenue in Scranton, and in Wilkesbury on River Street. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570 Eight eight three seven two six nine from the WILK Traffic Center. Nikki Stone with this Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from uh, Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, showers and downpours, low 50. Wednesday, periods of rain, gusty winds, and storms possible, high near 60. Wednesday night, turning much colder and windy with few flakes, low 25. Thursday, leap day, windy and colder with some snow showers and flurries, high 36. Friday, mostly sunny, warmer, high near 50. It's currently 57 degrees with light rain here at 525 at your official weather station, WILK. Let me tell you about budget blinds. Listen, you... you Tom and Rick, they're the owners of our local budget buying locations here covering all of Northeast Pennsylvania. Leader in custom window treatments, 90% more options than your big box stores. Blinds, shades, shutters, drapes. Budget Blinds is proud to offer the best warranty in the industry, including their no questions asked guarantee. Where do you get something like that? Which means you're going to save money. Volume pricing, where you not only benefit from the low prices they're giving you, but you're benefiting, benefiting from all the blinds they purchase for all their customers. You're getting that volume pricing. 
30 years of style and expert service. They service everything they sell. Go to budgetblinds.com. You'll set up a virtual or in-house. They will come right to you and and do an in-house consultation free and show you the samples that they wheeled in to show my wife and I. Check them out, budgetblinds.com. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio 527. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Get involved with the conversation. Let's go to the phone now. We have uh, Greg from Scranton on the border. Greg. Yeah, you got to watch your temper, man. You're going to have a heart attack. No temper, just talking passionately. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, you talk about the border. There's so many other things going on. You, you think it's a bad thing that we don't... You think it's a bad thing if we fund Ukraine. It's a bad thing if we try to prop Gaza back up. These are things that we're trying to... The Republican Party used to stand for democracy, spreading democracy throughout the world. That's why we got into Iraq. But now, because your, your Fuhrer, Donald Trump, decided, you know what? I want, want Russia to win. We're not going to help Ukraine. So... Where, I mean, you have women in this country that are losing rights. You have you have an economy which is you know it's on the men, but you don't talk about that. You don't talk about abortion. You so, want to so you don't want to secure. You, no, because, how about we talk about what we're talking? How about instead of your talking yeah. points, Greg? You talk. You want to bring up the border? Let's talk talking about points. the border. You it's don't reality. think you don't think we it's should reality. secure the border? You don't think we should I, secure the border? Did I say that? No, but I don't. I do. I, I do. I do think we should, but it's not the only issue that you drown on this every single day. And it's, there are there's a hundred issues in this country that need to be fixed. And you just want to talk about the one thing, right? You don't want to talk about the northern border, though. You know, you want to talk about 9/11 all the time. How you stood the 9/11? You were at least after 9/11. Where does the terrorists come from? Craig, the borders, Craig, 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 I I don't understand. I mean, you're a teacher. You understand our geography, right? The border is on both sides. When I say border, I mean both. Our border. What I'm saying is all you care about is the southern the southern border because it's a bunch of brown people coming no, up. No, no, see, see that that's what that's what you want to say. Uh, just yesterday I was talking about the 22,000 Chinese nationals who came in. What Greg, you don't know what you're talking about. You want to bring up talking okay, points yeah, and man. try to attack me and when when it's not going to work, Greg. Man. Reality, do you do you think do you think a Ukraine do you think you. do you think a Ukraine Boy, funding bill? All right, you, Greg, you're not going to talk over me. So either, either we're going to have a conversation or we're not. All right, Greg's gone because he can't have an adult conversation. He wants to talk over. Listen, it's very simple. Does anyone think a Ukraine funding bill should be within a border bill? Does anyone think 2.7 billion dollars for domestic uranium enrichment should be in the same bill? with uh, $4.38 billion aid in the Indo-Pacific region? Yes, we're pl- we have plenty of issues that we need to discuss here. But you know what? Just this week alone, some poor woman had her head deformed by a blunt object from an illegal immigrant that was arrested, was released by immigration, was arrested again in New York, was released by a corrupt judicial system, went down, which we probably paid for to Georgia, and smashed a poor girl's head in who was just trying to go for a run. A minor was just raped in Virginia by another illegal immigrant. New York and D.C., police officers, three police officers were shot by an illegal immigrant. And we see it every day and every day. I'm not saying none of these other problems matter. They all matter. But if anyone thinks that we should be combining them all in this free-for-all bill to try and solve them, you're out of your mind. 
And, and you know, he wants, oh, you just want to talk about the southern border. Anyone who listens to this show knows I've been bringing it up time and time again. Matter of fact, Jake and I, we just posted a podcast on the China. The threat to China is to here in America. And you can find that on my Facebook page. Thank you, Greg from Scranton on uh, RobO'Donnell.com. Uh, Rob O'Donnell on Facebook. Um, because I took, uh, we took all the uh, interviews I did on, specifically on China, and the threat to that on our border. We have re- many real threats. The fentanyl bill that I just talked about, it's extremely important. It does great work. It should be a standalone bill. And then for Bob Casey to say, well, they should pass this fentanyl bill, because look, here's a poor mother from our area who lost her son and uh, because Republicans won't pass this fentanyl bill. It's not a fentanyl bill. It's a Ukraine security bill that happens to have fentanyl secu- bill in it. You want to do something right for that mother, that poor mother who did lose her child to this disease? Let's attack fentanyl like a true war on drugs. We are the only nation in the world that does not have operational control of their borders right now. So yes, I'm going to talk about it until it's fixed, Greg. And if you don't like it, don't listen. But you seem to because you always listen. Because you have to listen. You have to listen, Greg! Because it boils your blood. Because someone doesn't think like you. That mean guy on the radio, he just wants to, he just doesn't like the brown people coming over the border, uh, down in the southern border. Until I go home with my wife and have dinner with my brown wife right across from me. Right, Greg? I have no clue what you're talking about. We want to solve problems, you take the problems on. If we have to take them on one at a time, no problem. And I have no problem funding Ukraine. I have no problem. Funding Israel, I have no problem. We're going to have to fund the Indo-Pacific because there's a threat there. But until you get serious about our border, and if I have to hold everything else hostage because you won't fund and take our border seriously, then we'll have to do that. And then we could talk about funding for Ukraine, which I have no problem with. You want to give $60 billion for Ukraine? Pass a border bill. I'll, I'll say let's do it tomorrow. Now that our border's secure, let's do it. Just the way it goes. Just the way it goes. But these omni bills that f- look for everything from Ukraine to uranium to uh, helping refugees and fentanyl, no. No, it's time that needs to stop. It's time that needs to stop. Single subject bills. That's what America wants. That's what the majority of America wants. You might not want it, Greg, but that's what a ma- majority of America wants. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I love this profession, Jake. It's great. 539. Got a text message. Rob, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't your wife um, Hispanic? Mm, which would also make your children of that descent? But, oh, yeah, you don't like brown people. Yeah, listen, that's... I, 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 re- I'm, I like these calls so much. And listen, Greg's a good guy. I, I like him. He's just... Has his way about him. He has his thinking. You know, here he is going home to his, uh, you know, white wife and is going to lecture me on not liking brown people when uh, my wife is Hispanic, 100% Hispanic. My kids are 50% Hispanic. Uh, My grandkid that is coming the end of this month, uh, making me a papa for the first time, uh, will be, what does that make him? A quarter. A quarter Hispanic. So, but he wants to lecture me on not liking brown people. Um... I've been to the border. I've seen what happens down there. 
uh, and in just in law enforcement, I've seen what's going on around this nation. And anyone who pays attention, anyone who's looking at what's going on and the billions of dollars being thrown at this, and the NGOs becoming millionaires, the CEOs becoming millionaires off of this, and security guards in New York City and no-bid contracts making $117 uh, an hour. Uh, yeah, it's a mess. And there's plenty of problems in this world, and we need to attack them, each one. But we don't have serious people in Congress because they want to bundle these things together. They want to bundle them together so they don't get solved. And then they want to point fingers and blame. That's the only reason for putting a fentanyl bill in a Ukraine security bill. Uh, they don't have anything to do with anything. Now, if you want to put a fentanyl bill in the border security bill, great. Senator Casey, have Senator Schumer take up H.R. 2 and attach your fentanyl bill to it in an amendment. And I guarantee you it passes. But maybe not so much. Um... But these omni-bills is just enough. It's just enough. And, and you know what? If you can stop one more young lady jogging and having her head smashed in, the, the, the autopsy report is saying her head, her skull was disfigured by a blunt object. That's how hard this illegal immigrant beat her for simply going to a job while she was in jog while she was in nursing school. Um, yeah, if we could stop that, you'd stop it. So, we'll see. It's, uh, is it that time again, Nikki? Five, it's 542? I found it really humorous that you were accused of giving yourself a heart attack when the other person sounded like that that's what they were on the verge of, and I hope they're okay. We might want to call for medical help. You should have gone the location of where he was at to call for help because he sounded like he was on the verge of blowing yeah. a gasket. Because I have a three-hour show, and he only has, you know, and we could have had a conversation if he would stop talking over me. But he sc screams and accuses you of stuff that's simply not true. I, I'm, I got to go home and tell my wife I'm racist. I wonder how she's going to handle right? that. Right. Honey, pack your things. I, honey, I think she already knows. <laughs> Considering we just had our what, 28th anniversary, 29th anniversary. Yeah, all of a sudden, because Greg says so. Did I say that? I'm sorry. Um, we have some slowing both directions of 81 between Avoca and Montage Mountain Road, Davis Street. You can expect to dip just a little bit below the speed limit. Still a little bit of a jam on Northern Boulevard and Clark Summit as they're doing construction near Shady Lane heading toward Clark Summit. And it looks like bumper to bumper traffic on South Main Street in Ashley. Whenever you see the tra a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269 from the WILK Traffic Center. Nikki Stone with this Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, showers and downpours, low 50. Wednesday, periods of rain, gusty winds and storms possible, high near 60. Wednesday night, turning much colder and windy with a few flakes, low of 25. Thursday, leap day, windy and colder with some snow showers and flurries, high 36. Friday, mostly sunny, warmer, high near 50. It's currently 55 degrees with some light rain outside at 544. Your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 
It's always interesting when the when when you have people where the only Spanish person they know is the waiter or waitress at La Tolateca tells you that you're a racist or you just don't like brown people. It's, I find that kind of funny. I just saw that uh, Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, um, who controls anything that happens in the Senate, just was talking about his meeting on this very bill that we were talking about. It says the meeting on Ukraine. And the pri- listen to the priorities here, and this is his tweet word for word. The meeting on Ukraine was one of the most intense I have ever encountered in the Oval Office. We made clear to Speaker Johnson just how vital passing the Senate's bipartisan national security bill was to the United States. Speaker Johnson put the bill on the House floor. Well, I just ran to you the percentages of what that bill does. Now, obviously, Chuck Schumer doesn't have the same concerns about the fentanyl bill that's in there, right? He didn't even mention it. And he's calling a Ukraine funding bill, the meeting on Ukraine, and then says it's uh, the Senate's bipartisan national security bill. It's not. Only 17% goes to our border. 83% goes to other nations' borders. So I'm okay with funding these other nations, but you could see the priority. It's Ukraine. It's not our border, but they call it a border security bill. Casey, in the paper today, it's a fentanyl bill, but it's not. It's a Ukraine funding bill. At least say what it is, and let's address them all. Line the bills up, one after another. Have an agreement. Sit down and say, okay, after we pass H.R. 2 in the border security bill, let's pass a Ukraine, Israel, and Indo-Pacific funding bill. Okay. And then let's do this fentanyl bill. Okay. But they won't because it's not politics. That's all this is. Oh, in the meantime, we have a debt ceiling in a few days. But who cares about that? Well, maybe you care about this. Nearly half of Democrats want to boot Biden off the ticket with Michelle Obama, his leading favorite replacement, As per a poll, almost half the Democrats want someone besides Joe Biden at the top of the party's 2024 ticket. And former First Lady Michelle Obama is leading the choice to replace him, according to a new poll. 48% of Democrat voters polled said they approve of the party finding another candidate to replace Joe Biden before the election in November, compared to 38% who disapprove, said a Rasmussen report survey released Monday. But only 33% of Democrats believe the ballot shakeup is likely to happen. So you have, as per Rasmussen reports, survey, 48% of Democrat voters say they want the party to find another candidate. But you continually have people texting in here and calling in here defending an absent-minded Joe Biden who is the world laughing stock and if if you've not seen the italian sitcoms renditions of joe biden they're utterly hilarious but this is what the world thinks of us this is what the world thinks of our commander in chief uh, i've posted them both on my facebook page so if you're not following me on facebook follow me at rob o'donnell on facebook uh, there was a the one a couple of days ago where he ends up opening the briefcase and pressing the red button, destroying the entire world. Uh, there's a new one out now that I posted on my, my Facebook page and my Twitter page if you follow me there, wherever you, wherever you follow me. The Twitter's a little shorter because you can only put so long of a video there. 
Um, th this one's just as good. So you want to check them out, this, this Italian uh, comedian who was, has been doing these things. But this is what the world thinks of us. Our commander-in-chief, the president of the United States, is a laughingstock worldwide. Now, if, if, if Italian TV is just openly making fun of our president, of what everyone's seeing but people are denying, saying it's the best there ever been and he's great and, yeah, he can do another four years and whatever they want to say, what do you think our adversaries of Vladimir Putin? President Xi, Kim Jong-un, leader of Iran, and the rest. I mean, we have small-time terrorists, the Houthi rebels, firing missiles at our military on a daily basis almost. And then we strike them and we say, oh, we taught them a lesson, and then they shoot a couple more missiles the next day. And and I had this discussion, and there's going to be a point in time where there's a serious incident in one of these areas, and you're going to have a large portion of America say, no, oh, we shouldn't have been there. It's our fault. But if it happens here, you'll have a different story about it because it's not just a TV show. It's not just a headline. It's not just a news report. If the mall you shop in or the hospital you shop in or your kid's school or your workplace or your highway that you take, is attacked, and times that times 30 around the nation. Then you'll be afraid, and then you'll be looking for something. And you have, including the current FBI director, Christopher Wray, for the Biden administration, saying it's just not a matter of if, it's when. Just this fiscal year alone, 22,000 Chinese nationals. I had the Chinese experts, and again, you listen to the podcast. I have it posted on, my, my, uh, on both Twitter and Facebook with the ch experts from China, the foremost. I had, I had the director of intelligence for the Pacific Fleet. I had the um, foremost China expert, Gordon Chang, an advisor to the president. I had the ambassador at large, Morrissey Tan, doctor of Chinese theology, um, doctor, uh, his name's escaping me right now, Bradley. Thayer, Bradley, Brad Thayer, who talked about the very threat threats and how very real they are and how they're drawing a line and building a wall just like World War II in the Pacific. And the, we're talking about Taiwan a lot. We're talking about Japan. We're talking about China. But it's the smaller islands, the Philippines. And islands, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know existed in, in the Pacific, Indo-Pacific region out there that China's making plays for. They're drawing blockades. They're refusing to allow American Coast Guard vessels to dock in ports in those countries because China is threatening its rule. They're harassing our P-8 surveillance plane with fighter jets. They're harassing our E-2D Deltas surveillance planes that are flying in international airspace. Sooner or later, there's going to be an F-18 there. And then what? Then what happens? The war games have, and they're very well publicized. It's nothing top secret. The war games have been played out, and it looks like America always comes out on the top, but we do lose an aircraft carrier, 5,000 men and women on sailors. And you're going to have a large portion in America say, we shouldn't have been there. We deserved it. They know what they signed up for and the rest of the things. And the response is going to be, well, we can't go to war with China. We have to be diplomatic. After they sunk a ship 
a $2 billion asset with 5,000 American soldiers and sailors. That's where things with China are headed. Now, economically, we have a lot over their head. And speaking to very, speaking to the former ambassador and director of national intelligence, Rick Grinnell, uh, economics is, is what we have hold over their heads. And in their opinion, that could stave off any military response. But they're expecting small skirmishes back like there was with the Cold War with Russia, with, with China. They're going to test us. We're going to test them back in that area. So, yes, our border security is a lot more. And if you look at the numbers, Mexicans aren't even in the top five of what's crossing the border, even at our southern border. You have Syrian nationals that are captured at our border wearing $350 5'11 tactical jackets. That's not your normal everyday immigrant crossing the border looking for asylum. I've seen it four times firsthand. You don't want to see it once. I promise you, you're not going to want to see it. But they're coming here for a reason, and we have to be prepared, and we have to secure our border to stop it because we're the laughing stock of the world. Just watch TV. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back. Close out the show. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio on this Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. I guess I'll just go home to my little brown wife of 29 years, maybe have a discussion with one of our three half-brown children uh, that are all grown and successful. Eh, you know, things like that. Normal day-to-day activities that anyone does. Uh, <laughs> loved your text messages today. I appreciate all the input. Uh, I'm not sure what when and where means, but okay. Oh, it was shot. Oh, that's what it is. Somebody asked about the update on the balloon, the Chinese balloon. Said it was shot down and then everything went dark. And he said, when and where? Right after it was talked about. Six o'clock here in WILK. We'll be back again tomorrow.